Welcome to the Ain't Shit Show. Hell yes, welcome. We're here with, I don't know anyone's name, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you should have let me do the intro, fucker. I'm sorry, you never make me, Hi. I, every time. We're you, here, every time what? Every time that you're what? on the pod, you do the intro like it's your pod. Classic white it woman. It is Classic my pod. white woman taking a, the hard work of a Mexican man. I'm still calling myself saying, the producer. <laughs> Marcos is like... Like intense vocals at the very beginning to lure people in. Yeah, exactly. Mike, Mike, you can't talk yet. We haven't been introduced. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shut the fuck up, Mike. Uh, Guy who guy who's just on the podcast. All right. So, hello and welcome. This is the Intro Show. I'm Ivy. That's Marcos, and we have with us today guests from uh, up and comers hitting their second season. Uh, Just released the bonus episode. Um, which is also doubling as the first episode for their second season of uh, Gen 1 Pokemon discussion. Uh, let's give it up for Nathan and Mike for, from Mao Was a Minch. Hi, I'm Nathan. Nice. That's how I introduce myself on every episode of the podcast. So Hi, I'm Mike. <laughs> so Ivy, when was like, oh, I got guests from Mao Was a Minch, my first thought was like, they know this isn't a political podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. One, I know. But two, technically, we're not a political podcast either. We're just a, a podcast with a allegedly. Very we're allegedly a lot. Allegedly, of a podcast about beer. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's allegedly a podcast about beer. Um, mm-hmm. Even though we did not talk about beer once in our last episode, so we're drifting ever further from the ideal. It was a bonus episode. That's fine. This podcast started it was out a as bonus. a Chapo clone. Can you imagine that? This was a Chapo clone. We had we had a guy last week talking about how uh, what was it? Uh, we had Shoggy and Hamwich talking about how much they loved. Um, who's that guy who made the song "Expose Yourself to Kids"? Yeah, that that, <laughs> that was. Uh, <laughs> Gigi cool. Allen, Gigi Allen, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a debate. Yeah, we had a debate about how Gigi <laughs> Allen is either a good artist or the greatest artist that ever lived, and you know this is, a, <laughs> this is supposed to be a political podcast about politics. So I get it, man. Yeah, and, and that's what we yeah, call yeah. a glow up. That's what we call yeah, yeah. A <laughs> it is. Um, but uh, no, what's up? What's your what's the what's the pod about? Like I've I've listened to bits that Ivy showed me, and I was laughing my ass off. And I thought it was pretty funny, but no, I mean, they're really funny. Yeah, oh. like legit. The most of the only time I listen to podcasts is when I'm like going to sleep, so I can never listen to their podcast <laughs> because it just has me laughing every thirty seconds, <laughs> and that's not that's not at all helpful if you're trying to sleep. But uh, it is pretty good. <laughs> well, we um we started because we just all wanted to make a podcast. It was just me, um, friend Abby, who's not mm-hmm. here unfortunately and um we decided hey we're gonna make a podcast where are we gonna make a podcast about and we decided that this was the start of i think last summer um we're gonna drink every beer on this random beer tier list that we found on like google and we decided mm-hmm. okay we're gonna drink all of these beers and we're gonna rate them on the podcast and that's gonna be the theme of the podcast but as soon as episode one hit we um we only spent like the first 15 minutes talking about the beer and then the last 15 minutes talking about the beer because we remembered, oh shit, we got to talk about the beer. Um, and that was the format for every episode a- after that. It's it's a show about nothing. It's like Seinfeld, but it's a podcast. We just it's a home about- simulator is it's what it sounds homie- like. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love, I love a podcast where it sounds like two schizophrenic homies like in a house next door and you're just outside smoking a cigarette <laughs> while they're arguing about something heated. 
you know, and you don't have yeah. the context for it. Like that's the to me my favorite kind, perfect kind of pod, like a perfect podcast, which is you know why we are what we are. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely the vibe I get from you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I think that's the right energy to have as a podcaster because if you fall yeah. into the fuck any other fucking energy as a podcaster. Uh, you're you're gonna get too uptight about it. You know, you gotta be loose. Like my problem loose. is that like I don't want to podcast for white women. That's my exactly. biggest fear. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to get into true crime stuff because the thing I fear the most is that a white female fan will find me and murder me because that's what they, <laughs> that's what they do. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're so into yeah. it. They're like, Nah, he's he's he seems so nice. He's nice. I can kill him. I could choke him out. <laughs> You know, I, mean, yeah, that's, I can hollow him out and wear yeah. his skin as a jacket. It's yeah. fine. He seems warm. He seems really warm. <laughs> I can't believe the last podcast on the left guys have made it that long. You know, yeah. they, I mean, just I'm surprised they haven't been found in like a DC back alley. Or yeah, something those guys live in fear of their lives. Like they have like a, it's like a Fort Knox secret of where they live and stuff. I've reached yep. out to them before, and then I got a carrier pigeon respo- response. <laughs> I reached out to them like, "Hey, I'd love to have you guys on our on our podcast." And then I got a, a I got a DM from like a just all numbers, and it was like, "Meet me here." And then it was just a carrier pigeon landing and <laughs> sending, right. telling me no. <laughs> it was just, it was just you, you open it up, and it's just like the single like old English super yeah. detailed no, like in yeah. fucking SpongeBob. Yeah, <laughs> and it self destructed. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! So like, okay. The last the last episode I have context for the last episode I was listening to was you guys talking about uh, Generation One Pokemon, and that's the only generation that I know of. Like, I completely I refuse to admit that there's any Pokemon that happened after that. That's one out of three generations that I know of. I stopped at Ruby. Like that was my <laughs> well, last game that I had played. I have some bad news. We're uh we're on Gen Nine of Pokemon. Um, so <laughs> I think that makes us all certifiably ancient because um, you know there's Gen Oneers like and, yeah. and I, when we get um when we when since this thing's been released like I know that when people start listening to it we're gonna start getting a- accused of being Gen Oneers because we kind of are but I'm honestly a Gen Twoer right mm-hmm. um, but knowing that there's nine generations of Pokemon makes me feel like I belong in a fucking retirement home okay um, and I don't even know about like. <laughs> Like, I played the most recent games, but there's a gap between, like, the most recent games and, like, Gen 5 that when we start reviewing those Pokemon designs, I'm not going to know what I'm talking about because (laughs) I only know these Pokemon, like, tangentially because, yeah. I know what you mean by, like, feeling ancient about stuff, but, like, I feel more old than most people my age because I grew up poor as shit, so I didn't have access to a lot of stuff. Like, but, like... My yeah. first, the first CD player that I ever got in my life, right? Like, and it was brand new technology to me, was in 2001. I was 11 years old, and I was like, "What is this space age technology?" Because prior to that, I had cassette tapes. Do you understand? Like being yeah. 19, oh. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. And then when I found out about the internet, I was 17 years old. Like that is too fucking old to figure out. I'm like, wait, computers just aren't like glowy screens. What the fuck are you talking about? Right, like. It was it was mind blowing to me. So I feel much older than I should, right? Like I I I meet people all the time that were like, I remember back in the seventies, we there was a pedophile in the neighborhood, and we knew who he was, and his name was Bob, and we knew not to go there. I'm like, yo, me too, but that was because I was broke. <laughs> you know, I right. lived in a terrible area. You know, what I'm like, wasn't yeah. that that wasn't the norm, right? <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, so like it was it's fucking weird for me to like feel like I feel like a caveman that got flash forwarded, you know? And I just I max all my perks in charisma in charisma, charisma. Caligma. Caligma. <laughs> my man. Yeah. Caligma balls. Yeah, Caligma <laughs> balls. <laughs> Caligma balls over one time. No, That's like- kind of what happened to me, too, yeah. honestly, because, like, I grew up real poor. The only reason I even had video games, basically, was because, like, my dad's parents wanted to make sure that we had, like, a Nintendo 64 or something at some point. Like, before that, I was playing a Sega Genesis for, like, 10 years, like, since I was two years old. And I, like only played it because my mom got it as an impulse buy because she was scared of the black people in baltimore when we lived in there for the first two years of my life (laughs) that is the craziest (laughs) so she stayed she was bored as shit because she never went outside and so she bought a sega genesis and then like fucking gave up on playing it within the first three months but guess who has a lifelong uh, obsession with playing video games now (laughs) (laughs) my uh my sega genesis story is that like um i think my my so my dad used to actually sent it back to me recently it's pretty nice Nice. my dad used to work at uh stanford which is like you know it's like an ivy league out here but he was like a janitor there and they used to have these um this they used to have this this thing called crash week and it was what crash week was that all the students would move in and all the students, like new students would move in and old students would move out. And the, yeah. f- um, the seniors, they were so fucking rich. They had so much money that it made more sense for them to just leave their rooms as they were with everything in them and just leave. And yeah, that's, so yeah, and move out. That and then- happens here because I live near a pretty big university too. I'm not gonna say which one because I don't want to dox myself completely, but you could probably figure it out if you're half smart. Um, Yale. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, fucking no. Every time students move out, there are like pristine, like four hundred dollar like office chairs, fucking three hundred dollar like desks. I'm not talking about like the shitty IKEA L shaped desk. I'm talking about like big, yeah. big ass stuff, like mattresses that mm. like have been used for six months. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're literally just all sitting out in dumpsters half the time. But there's also like a swarm of Craigslist offers for mm. like zero dollars. Facebook marketplace, zero dollars. Just come pick them up. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. this was like pre this is in the nineties. So like the workers had like that pretty, shit still happens. The workers had a pretty fucking like solid what they would do is they would wait a week so that was crash week one. They would wait, let all the shit accumulate in the dorms. And then the week yep. that it was out, they, since they were janitors and like, you know, facility people, they literally had their pick of whatever the fuck they wanted. Because if you didn't pick that oh, shit up in a week. Oh, hell yeah. So growing up. It was gone. It goes out into the yeah, dump. Yeah. yeah. Growing up, I had a lot of like new shit, but it was tailored around what like a fucking, like a meth head thought was a good, was new shit. Do you get what I'm saying? So like, if I had Kinda, my dad, yeah. if my dad wasn't on meth, I would have had much cool. I would have had a much cooler like lifestyle growing up, but I didn't. My dad would like take all the really cool new shit that he found and be like, "I'm selling this," and then he'd take all the fucked up shit. And he was like, "Ah, oh, this is kind of fucked up. I'm taking this home." Right? <laughs> like, yeah. So <laughs> I would get like I got a Sega Genesis, and I had all these games, but they were all in Japanese. So like, oh, I didn't. So I played like, and the, my dad had this fucked up rule where like I couldn't play a game. If I played a game, I had to beat it, and then he'd give me the, and then he'd give me the next game. And I was stupid and didn't realize that it was on the honor system, and I could have just lied 
And I didn't realize that for a very fucking <laughs> yeah. long time. So the first game that he gave me was uh, was Battletoads versus Double Dragons, which I don't know if you understand how fucking difficult that is. Like, Dude, yeah, you got you got you got like thrown into the fucking deep end of the pool. Like, yeah, I was I was like four yeah. years old and I was playing that shit and I didn't beat that shit until I was eight. I had to play it every day of my life for fucking four years until I beat it. And once I beat it, I remember calling my dad in and I was in tears. I was like, dad, 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 I did, dad, I did it, dad, I, I did it, dad. And he was like, cool, here's the next game. And it was a fucking, it was the Cheeto game, the Chester the Cheeto game. <laughs> And I was like, "That's so fucked up, yeah, man." Yeah. He might as well—he might as well have just given you Tasmania, yeah. honestly. Chester is too cool to fool. Yeah. This, this is like some sort of like fucked up like MLG training scheme right? for, for children, right? Like, yeah, no, this literally. is like how Phase Clan is going to raise their kids. That's that's how, what this sounds like. Except oh it's also God. on the Sega Genesis, and it's in Japanese. You can't understand what's going on, so you're really no. in tune with it. No, no, I think, and then I got a PlayStation, I got a, I remember I got a PlayStation, like a, the, a PS1. I got a PS1 in 2014, and I remember thinking, oh, this is the shit, dude. <laughs> like, upgrade, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and I played, the game I played on it, the first game I ever played on it, was a game called uh, Xeno Chronicles, which was not... Damn. Not Xenoblade or whatever the fuck. Not the one that everyone knows. It's yeah. a knockoff. Yeah. It's a, like a knockoff of a knockoff. Oh, that's cool. So, All right. And it was fully in Japanese. And I had no, and there was no translation for it. And I played the entire thing. And then at the end, like when I beat it, at the end, they have like a different, they take you to like a different character, like a different select screen. And then underneath it said English version. And I was like, I'm not doing this shit again. <laughs> I was like, I'm not. This is bullshit. I'm never fucking. No, I'm never playing it because it took me like, it, it took me a whole summer to beat it, and like. <laughs> but I, I can only imagine it's like one of those like really really grindy JRPGs, right? Yeah. No, there was. I was. Yeah. I remember being stuck on a fucking like on a level that I didn't know. Like I didn't even know how to look up because I didn't have the internet, so I couldn't look up like game facts. And I remember going to like, I remember taking the CD, going to a like. It was like not a Sam Goodies. I can't remember what it was called. It was like Funko Land or something like that, or maybe I don't know what it was. The Funko I don't remember. It was something not Funko like, like Funko like it yeah, was like yeah. F U N yeah. I remember going there and like going to the guy behind the the counter and being like, "Have you ever seen this game?" And he was just like, "This what the fuck is this?" Right? Because <laughs> I was like, "I'm looking for like a game guide," and he's like, "I don't know how to help you, dog. Like I don't even know what this is, man. This shit is." <laughs> what year did this come out in, man? <laughs> like, and I was like, I don't know. It's in Japanese, and he's like, I don't fucking speak Japanese, man. I'm like, dude, me neither, bro. That's why I'm coming here. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah. So, but I mean, it, you know what? It did make me good at for some reason. It made me good at like pattern recognition because, like, that's all you got. That's yeah, all I can see that. Situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm yeah. stupid good at like I can see things and being like, hmm, this, this, and that. Yeah, that makes sense. This is the way to go. It, it trained my brain. Yeah. It's like because I played Mist too. That was the first computer game I ever played was Mist, mm. and I beat the whole thing without a guide. And I beat it without a guide because like I was just good at being like, my brain's fucked up. If these two things don't make any sense, then it makes sense. And then like <laughs> being able to like backwards, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I, that doesn't translate to anything except schizophrenia. And here uh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have Have you heard of a game called Tunic? It was no. released recently. No, it's. No, no. 
it's weirdly very similar to a situation that you're describing because the whole idea of the game is that it's basically like a Zelda like, mm-hmm. but it has a uh, like one of those flip book game guides inside of the game Mm -hmm. and pages in it are like something that is a collectible that you can get in the game Mm -hmm. but the entire booklet is in like this made-up fantasy language in the game (laughs) you have to learn that's sick so like you have to you have to get like context clues from reading the manual and seeing things you have to learn their fucking conlang to learn the game Kind of, yeah. Not That's fun. I like that. like that. I like developers yeah. that torture oh. their players, honestly. <laughs> I have a huge contempt for video game players, myself included. Um, and I think that you should be actively punished while you're playing video games. So, While, like, in the in the games. Outside of the games, too, I guess. Uh, like, optionally. Maybe you should be punished just in general. But, uh, yeah. Taking both of those concepts and combining them, I got a game for you, then. It's called a uh, Goblet Grotto. It's free on the PC, um, and it yeah. it one um, is like the game that Mike's describing in that um, it's it's like a dungeon crawler. But the entire time, your character is speaking to you in like these hieroglyphs that show up on the screen, and the only way to decipher the hieroglyphs is the game comes with like a seventy-five page PDF document that lists what the hieroglyph means. <laughs> you, have, uh, you can't pause it, by the way, because if you pause it, the hieroglyphs go away. So you have to like slowly piece together all the hieroglyphs. And every time a new one comes up on the screen, it makes this very loud droning noise that is just constantly playing the entire time you're playing the game. So it's torturing the player. Really fun. I, I actually really, really I like love it. this. It's wild. When I was playing uh, No Man's Sky. I remember, like, all the, you know, like, you have to translate the language. Yeah. Right? And um, this is, like, a testament to, like, the schizophrenia that I had. Uh, like, the type of, like, schizophrenia I trained in the <clears> trenches. <throat> because um, after, like, learning three words, I was able to pretty much piece together. I never failed any of those things because I was able to piece together exactly what they were saying through context clues. Like, my brain was is so good at, like, stri- like you know what I mean? I would look at yeah. it and be like, all I can recognize is aluminum. I know what they want. <laughs> yeah, I got this. I'd like to solve. I'd like to solve the puzzle. <laughs> I got it. They got it. And then I give them carbon. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew exactly what it was that they wanted. And again, that's. I don't know why that is. I don't know why my brain is good at shit like that. But it's good at shit like that. The game that I've been obsessed with playing, and I can't play it because I have like a laptop from the fucking from. It's a pre 2011. Is it Kenshi? No, 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 no. I want to play Kenshi again. I love Kenshi, but my lap, my other laptop's busted. The laptop I have right now is a pre-2001. Uh, is a pre-9-11 oh like, laptop. It's, you know, it doesn't need security when it walks through the airport and shit. It's, it's cool. But <laughs> it's, it's, got a false, it's got a false sense of, of hope about the future. Anyways. <laughs> uh, this, this, dude, this laptop is so old. It's, from, it's like pre-2001. It's fucked up. And anyways, I'm using it, and... Um, I can't like play any games on it because it's got like two RAM, right? <laughs> it's got like it's fucking yeah. It just doesn't have enough to to do anything. But the game I've been obsessed with is a game that's one a, a mad an absolute psychopath made. One guy built his own game in RPG Maker by himself, and it's called Fear and Hunger. 
and it's like a game. Oh yeah, yeah. you have been talking about that one. Yeah, it's a game where like there's so many mechanics, and all every mechanic is there to kill you. So like your mind is your magic, right? Like it's your magic meter and shit, mm-hmm. but it just ticks down the further you go into the game because like it gets darker in there, and the only way to like get your mind back is to like smoke weed, do heroin. All kind, you know, like because it's the only way to get your mind yeah, back. Normal stuff. Yeah, normal stuff. Oh my god, I have. I have heard of this game. Back. Yeah, and then yeah. but there's like demons there that they can fuck you up and beat your ass. But instead of like, there's multiple. You don't just get game overs. Like like it, there's game overs in there all the time. But like sometimes you get defeated by a demon, and if you didn't talk to him or figure out what he wanted or what he wants, you will get like you'll get butt fucked. You'll literally get butt fucked, and then you'll have a fucking, you'll have a, you'll have a meter that says like anal. This is like anal leakage, right? And that's your yeah. meter, and that meter will follow you, and you'll just lose blood throughout the day until you patch it up. <laughs> like I yes, have, that's an insane. I have heard of this game before somehow. Yeah, it sounds like it's based off of the GURPS RPG system, which is a tabletop RPG system. Which I know is GURPS for uh, yeah. anal circumference. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's this game is fucked up. There are so many fucked up things about this game. And like what's crazy is that the game is like there's so much lore in the game that like every single enemy that you have you can talk to. Right? It's like a Pokemon, oh, like yeah, the way yeah, like okay. it's like a Pokemon game, right? And you have options of like you can just attack and then there's like a no, there's always another option for like abilities and then inabilities you can talk. And then you can Oh, like Undertale. That, yeah. yeah, and then from that you can get like information from the person, right? And then, so there's, he made one game by himself, completely by himself, like made, fucking designed all of the monsters, drew everything, made all the sound design, and it's really good. And then he made a second game, and he hired one other guy to draw for him, and that's it. Like, this guy is a fucking maniac putting games out for, and like, you can play it right now for like $3, like on Steam. Like, he just, nice. this guy doesn't give a fuck, dude. He's so sick. He and love, love the craft. Just yeah, no, for real. I love that about, I honestly love, for me, like, the things that really stand out in, in, like, games and, like, the kind of games that I'm into is when you can tell that an absolute fucking psychopath made them, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, someone yeah. someone wasn't, someone didn't make this game to be like, I'm going to make tons of money on Steam and blah, blah. When someone made this game and was like, I'm going to make this to stop the voices, I'm like, yeah, dude, that's that's <laughs> yeah. the guy I want. Yeah, I want that game, right? <laughs> like, I'm going to support that guy. <laughs> and he And it's always released for, like, dollars or less yeah literally yes <laughs> yeah no this guy rocks anyways um he i've been following i've been watching there's no playthroughs on youtube because this game is fucking impossible to beat right people like it's a so it's it's rng everything is solved with a coin flip so like every time you get to a chest mm-hmm. you have to coin flip for it and it's a 50 50 chance that you'll get it or you'll get nothing and you need, <laughs> and you'll need items because like you're, the, the entire dungeon is killing you. So like, yeah, it's, it's like I've I've seen bits of this game where it's like literally the first ten seconds you're approached by two wolves and if you don't beat them you die. Instantly. You die instantly. Yeah, it's just start over. <laughs> Fuck off. Start over. Do, do it again. Games do it that hate the player. Rules. Games yeah. that hate the player. That's 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 the key. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of like you know that kind of shit. That's why when I got to Dark Souls and I the first Dark Souls that I ever started on was Dark Souls three. And I started playing Dark Souls 3, and I had the train, I had like the military training of, uh, you know, <laughs> fucking Battletoads versus Double Dragon in Japanese as a kid. A, <laughs> I remember playing it and like getting fucking absolutely destroyed by the first boss and being like, 
all right, start over again. And everyone, like all the game journals, like, this game is too hard. Like, dude, what? <laughs> no, see, I approach it the exact same way. I approach it the exact same way because I think, like, I got really close to 100%ing Sonic the Hedgehog 2. <laughs> When I was a kid, insane. Um, and I got, I got close. I got close to like hundred percenting Sonic the Hedgehog three, but I didn't have the and Knuckles like expansion pack that mm -hmm. you needed to like really get it in there. So I wasn't as enthusiastic about that. But I found like every fucking secret in Sonic the Hedgehog two. I found like the the fastest routes and shit. I would always find like uh, the most optimal ways to do things and like just understand the way games work. So then when I walked into Dark Souls 2, I was like, okay, so I'm going to start with the default. I'm going to have like a sword and a shield and, you know, I'm going to learn all of this. And then the boss killed me and I thought to myself, what's that class that's naked and just holding a club? Yes, I think yeah. I can learn how to play. Yeah. I think I can learn how to play just off of that because that seems simpler. But, that's a class uh, I chose but in just real requires life. like yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a class I chose in real yeah, life too. Yeah. I've had to I've had to like physically put points into the skills that I need. Yeah, unga, um, unga. like tits. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, me and Ivy have always been on the unga bunga, you know, mindset. Oh, I love this unga bunga. Is, this is a strong. <laughs> I, I, my plan chat. is to yeah. beat. My plan is still to beat. Uh, I haven't played much. Uh, what's that new Souls like that had come Elden, out? Yeah, Elden Ring. Yeah. I ain't played too much of it yet because I did I, I did spend most of my time just exploring and admiring my newfound ability to jump. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like most of it was just like looking around and being like, "Wow, that's really pretty," and "Wow, that's really pretty," which I would do in Dark Souls, but like within five seconds of doing that, something's trying to kill you, so yeah. you have to steal those moments of beauty. And there was nothing threatening me in Elden Ring if I found like different locations to stand in, so I would just sit and admire the vistas. Or, like, sit and just leave it running, like, as a background yeah. on the TV or something. Uh, but, yeah. Um, I'm going to beat that with an Unga Bunga build, too. I've heard it's not as rewarding as beating Dark Souls with an Unga Bunga build, but I'm still going to do it because that's how I've beaten every Souls, like, just Unga Bunga. <laughs> um, me, Mike, and Ivy, we've been playing Valheim recently. Mm -hmm. And... Um, we uh my first my first day playing valheim um you know I, I land in the world ivy comes up hands me a club i'm like all right here we go right and that same day <laughs> we fight the boss the first boss it's this giant stag and i don't know if like mike and ivy were making any sort of preparations but at this point i just had like some leather armor and a club and mm -hmm. i was like well that was pretty much my preparations I, too i was like <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. And I just mm. ran up to it and just started bashing it in the, uh, in the legs yeah. with the club. And then, yep. and then everybody came up and just started bashing it in the legs with the club. <laughs> yeah. And we just surrounded yeah, we this just... big deer. And that's what we did. Just the three of us beating the shit out of a giant deer yep. with sticks. So I, I feel bad because like, I have a bad claim. to like So Unga Bunga grind set is like my ideal. But I have like this. I have a bad habit of being like I'm like kind of a dark magician type. Like naturally naturally my first inclination is to be like how do i trick this motherfucker you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah. that's, right? that's so like i gotta i gotta that's a negative impulse that i'm always trying to like stop in myself but like so my elden ring playthrough was me unga bunga butt naked big ass fucking giant sword fighting everything never blocking and then when i was in some real shit i'm like oh and a spell you bitch right <laughs> <Here's a spell. laughs> you didn't think i was smart enough for a spell fuck you bitch you know what i'm saying that's that's kind of like that's my brain that's my mindset so like you know when i'm playing 
video games, I'm always like, I look like a bar. I, I used to do this on Rust all the time. I was the fucking, I played Rust for a summer and it, oh man, I, I was, it, it gave me my worst impulses of all time. Like it, I gave into it. I was Niccolo Machiavelli. I was I was I was absolutely destroying clans <laughs> single-handedly without even fucking lifting a rock, basically being, being like, yeah. "Do you guys know? Do you guys know where Jason's? You know his secret stash is at? Because like, you know, I think he's holding out on you guys. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, this guy is like seeding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Distrust. Meanwhile, it's my yeah, it's mine. I made a, I made an alt named Jason, right? Who's got the so that the name matches? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's the level I was fucking. Oh man, you have no idea the kind of psychotic shit I was up to. <laughs> like destroying clans yeah it's bad <laughs> I, I never picked up rust but i know that if i did i would just give in to the worst griefing impulses which <laughs> i i often give into anyway right like but it it rust would be really really bad just because of the way that game's set up it's it's almost tailor-made for it. it it almost is right yeah my favorite thing to do was so like, lay down flat. i might be oh. betraying my age a little bit here but i did that in a browser game called Travian. (laughs) I would set up alt accounts and just place them in different groups and I would like feed intel to each other. Jesus Christ. I thought it was funny. (laughs) No, I, so I used, my favorite thing to do was be like, I would, I would have full gear, but I would be butt naked. I'd be butt ass. I would always have like one gun, always keep a gun on me, but I always have a rock equipped. Right, and then be butt naked. Yeah, yeah. And then I would lay down. I would lay down like I was injured because you can lay down in the game. So I would lay down near other corpses that I'd find, and I would just lay down next to them with the rock. And then when people would walk up to come and loot or see what, I would hit them with the rock in the ankle, and it, <laughs> and it like you know what I mean, and start like injuring them. And then, <laughs> and then if people like tried to do shit, like if people got real good and started hitting me back, and I was low on health gun right <laughs> like yeah I bet you didn't think that'd have that on yeah yeah exactly and i would just start blasting dude and, dude you would not believe how many times that, and then there would be times when i would do that and then i would take the gun because the gun's empty and i'd throw it on the body and like other people would rush because they hear the gunshots i think of the battles i'm like this guy this guy i'm fresh i just respond i got him with a rock but he's got a gun you could take that and then they'd be looting him and i'd fucking smash him with the rock, <laughs> with the rock. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i'm it was the real darkos hours like <laughs> I was on my Sigma Unga Bunga grind set. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is why yeah. I can't play multiplayer games. <laughs> this is why I love multiplayer games. Nah. Like, see, I, I don't, I hate PvPing against friends. I hate doing that against friends because it feels like a personal betrayal, and I don't like that. Against people I don't fucking know every day of the week. <laughs> I think, Mike, you just don't like PvP games because, you know, you've, you've, you've been a master class in Valheim. We've currently been working on Mike's big project in Valheim, the, uh, the Cuck Pits. Um, Hell yes. And so uh, the Cuck Pits, we're building pits. Damn, I wish we could throw up a picture of the, the like, was, this shit in the so, chat. Well, this was originally a conception of Nathan that was like, you know what we need? To really it was a joke. Out? I think I, it was a it joke was, initially. It was, it was a joke because Mike, so Mike was just digging around random hole i'm like oh yeah the cuck pits and then it evolved into um so basically the idea of it is that we are i'm constantly running around the overworld trying to get enemies to uh aggro onto me Mm -hmm. leading them all the way back to our house Mm -hmm. and then 
put, putting pushing them into a pit. And they can't get out. They're stuck in so the now <laughs> Yeah, they can't get out. He has, like, because there's They're different factions of enemies that will fight each other. Um, he has to put the different factions of enemies in different pits mm -hmm. so oh, yeah, they don't like kill each other. So what started as just, like, one shitty little hole mm -hmm. has turned into, like, five, like, prison holes or something? <laughs> just, like, we, I don't really know what to describe them other than just, like, these are, the, these are the pits of the cucked. <laughs> it's a cucked like, there, there's a pit full of cucked boars. There's a pit full of cucked <laughs> necks, which are, like, these lizard things. Mm -hmm. um, there's a pit full... Well, not... It's only got three cucked skeletons, but they will fight the boars and the necks and the, like, gray dwarfs, which are kind of like these, like, manlets, but they're made of trees. Mm -hmm. So, yeah... So all of these have different pits. And There's... some of the things can't be contained in the pits because the limitations in the game will mm -hmm. despawn things and then respawn them near the pits instead of back inside. Mm -hmm. um, but if they would respawn back inside, I think there would probably be a troll in there, probably a couple of not-so-manlit mans yeah. uh, made out of trees. I think there's probably 25 what, boars in a What pit. is important to note about all of this like is that Like a 5 by is... 5 room, Marcos. <laughs> like imagine living in like a 10 by 10 bedroom and you walk in. There's a Walgreens, you, you like, there's a Walgreens oh, break open, room. Yeah, it really is a Walgreens break room. Yeah. Just filled with 20,000 lizards. You just peek lizards. inside yeah. and there's 25 wild boars in there and they scream <laughs> at you because they see fire. Yeah, it's... hell yeah. You know, I used to, so I enslaved, I played Ark. For a long time and i feel bad about it. this sounds dark it is dark i enslaved like literally half a small island full of like new like the the amazing they, yeah they're called bobs because it like that's the yeah no it's what they we called them in the atlas too yeah they're bobs because like that's the name that's the it's the name that you get automatically is called bob right yeah. like that's so, th <laughs> yeah. so there's lots of bobs and anytime i would see like a npc named bob what i would do is i would i would because you can i <laughs> Man, this is gonna sound dark. All right, so I I would play get to where I'd get metal, you know what I'm saying, and then I would build a metal like giant metal, like like a big metal square, right? And it was like a ten by ten. Actually, no, it was like a twenty by twenty, but it was two stories, so it was fucking huge metal square thing. And then I would go looking for bobs, and I would I would pick them up, I would pick up their bodies, and I would bring them into like I build a little prison for them they couldn't be, and it's made of metal so they can't leave and i would shackle them because you can make shackles right so they can't run either and i would shackle yeah them. we did that shit in atlas all the time yeah and i would and i would because you can take their blood and i'd make them a health form right where i would just <laughs> so like i had infinite health pretty much i would take their blood and store it it's, and it's i would the... take it's yeah, the I would take industrial cuckplex. Yeah, I would I would take their doo doo and make and like make like narco berries to knock them out. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> to knock them out if they ever woke up trying to plan some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I had like a I had this little plant that would shoot if, and it was like while they were if they would wake up, the the Gen X plant if they would wake up and get like fucking you know like oh shit and try to start like at the moment they would wake up it would aggro in front of them and just start fucking shooting them so they could never play so these people had to abandon these characters they, they were just unplayable characters at this point and i just had a huge collection of like a two-story collection of them and then i started realizing i can do more with this i can so what i started doing was i started finding like like i would take three or four people right and i would like put them in a i would build my own take my own metal and I would put them in these like metal, <laughs> in these like metal hallways, 
that I had built around them. Right. And I like with one door for each, like, you know, to get out of each of these. And then in front of them was a toolbox. And like the toolbox had a, a metal pick. And I, I literally wrote in the message like mine and you'll get free. And they never got free. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> they would, they would mine. They would mine. I would hear them mining in there. Right. And like I would like mine for an hour. And then I'd come back and check and I'd hear them. And then after a while, I'd go in there and I would just fucking knock them out. Take the <laughs> hit them with the dart, hit them with the darts, take all their inventory and then leave. Do you And like I did that for so long. Right. <laughs> I was just in the psychotic. <laughs> These are people I'm playing. Well, with. I think the transition I think... from feudalism to capitalism, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> literally, yeah, that's literally, I did it in real time in art. The industrial of a pre, uh, the industrialization of a of a pre medieval society. And then so well, a clan. Begs, okay. Well, a clan well, got this begs the question. Yeah. Is it better or worse that it is? to absolutely no actual in-game value because the cockpit is literally just to have a bunch of these fucking things just running around in bits. There's no actual value to them. Yeah, see, I feel like you're getting place. something out of that. Oh, yeah. Well, but then again, I, I, there is the there is the element of their people. They're played yeah, by are, people. Yeah, you guys are these, playing these, against these NPCs. Are not, I'm playing these are not people. people. Okay. Literal, yeah. like, oh. little kids, right? <laughs> like, I could hear them crying, like, I just want my character back. You're not getting him back. You know what I mean? Like, horrible shit, <laughs> right? Like, you, you mine for daddy and maybe I'll let you out, right? <laughs> right? Like, shit like that. And then people that used to break out, because every now and then people would be clanned up and they'd get broken out. I had a ship, like a literal ship that I made, like a little, and it was just a prison ship. And you would go out there and I would send you out there to starve to death. I would literally just, I would pick you up. I would knock you out, send you. And I like clans would try and like find, cause I had, I had four, I had four hideouts where I had four bases and like yep. the real, the real actual base that I had, that was literally just all like, it was just all the shit that I needed to like keep restarting. All of that was like in, it was literally, it was hidden in between this glitch with, with two rocks that were kind of touching. So the only way to get inside of there was to like crouch jump into it. And then finally you can get right. So like that was how no one knew where my base was. No one knew how I was fucking where I was. I People had built clans to try and stop me and I would just fucking enslave the entire clan. Or I was so <laughs> I didn't do it like I uh, I was a little bit more of just like, a you know, anarcho chaos yeah. uh, play when I was doing this in Atlas because um, I, I, I would get on with my uh, with my buddy uh and we would just build like the beginner boat but we would be f just like shocked to the brim of everything we needed to raid we had a bear with a cannon hitched to the back Hell yeah. and we would just like go into people's like do we just blow a hole into people's bases or like blow their like a hole in their ship and just wait for it to sink jack their shit and run um and uh, half the time, we just pitched all their shit into the water so it would expire. Mm -hmm. Because, like, all of the dudes in this game were clanned up. So we figured, if we can't take it with us, it's, we're burning it, mm -hmm. right? So we had stash boxes across the entire world, because you can't shoot a cannon at something that's underwater. Mm -hmm. um, so what we did um, was uh, you swim more efficiently if you take your clothes off. So we would build these little underwater fobs, mm -hmm. like, 20 meters below the ocean surface like fighting off sharks while we're like just putting like a stick mm -hmm. we're just trying to put a stick on the side of like a, an 80 degree like underground cliff mm -hmm. 
so we could put a flat platform mm -hmm. on it, mm -hmm. build a little two one by two box with a roof, mm -hmm. and just have like crafting chest and shit. Mm -hmm. So whenever we needed to come get like more gear, we could, or if mm -hmm. we like couldn't take things with us, we just had to cut and run. Uh, or if we just had to kill ourselves, because the only like safe way to log out in that game is to commit suicide. Yeah. So you like don't like get captured. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were very notorious, especially among the Chinese clans, uh, who we hated because they were mega clans and yeah. they're like the only mega clans in the game. Um, and that shit, that's not fun. I, I prefer a little more chaos. I like a little more factionalism. I like no. seeing <laughs> 10 guys that own a boat and nothing else. You no, know what uh, I mean? No shade. No shade to our Australian listeners, but I played on Australian servers because those guys are not very smart. <laughs> See, this is why this is why I played on the European servers. Yeah, no, for like I think a year, because mm -hmm. like the the shit that I had learned in the trenches in the North American servers, they had no idea what hit them. I didn't even have to bring a fucking bear half the time. I could just build the materials for a cannon, build it, and then wait the thirty minute period to fire it because my, they had no idea what was going. My on. favorite thing I used to do is I used to I made a ship on an arc. That picked up why like I would I would go to like a harder part of the map part that was like very difficult and dangerous, and I would pick up a like an alpha carnosaur. I wouldn't pick him up, but I would like make him. I would aggro him into the ship, and the ship was a giant cage. And then I would go back to where the noobs were, and I would just let it loose. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. And people would be like, what the fuck? Like, why is it here? They did that shit in World of Warcraft all the time. Do you remember, like, because the, uh, there used to be world bosses, and they used to have infinite range as long as you kept kiting them. So you had to, like, do damage to them every 20 feet or something like that. So as long as you were, like, playing a ranged class mm -hmm. or something that was quick and you could keep shooting arrows... Um, I saw like dragons and shit and like people were pulling into Stormwind all the time um, because everybody hated like the, the horde just hated everybody that was in there. Um, I saw the the spawnable uh, world boss patches that would like come in every two hours or something like that. And people would be like, oh, my God, patches is here. And the, you'd like because the, the NPCs would be yelling, oh, my God, patches is here mm -hmm. like two zones over. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because he was in Stormwind, like unable to be killed, <laughs> just mowing down like level two characters <laughs> that just walked into town like, oh, boy, can't wait to start my adventures in Azeroth. <laughs> and then they just get shot, like immediately hit and killed. Yeah, no, that, that shit rocks. It's fucking hilarious. Um, that's, I don't know, that's the darkest part. Of, like, that's a dark part of human history, I think. <clears throat> Video games really do let us do awful, ugly shit to each well, other. Well, because there's not as yeah. much consequences, right? Like, there, no, you're, not re you're not really killing anybody. I, that's listen, the, the nice would, thing about it. If I was actually killing people, I would, I would be fighting against whatever was going on. I think one of the... But, like darkest things i've You're, ever done is we do a little trolling no, it's called I've, we I've, do a little trolling i think one of the darkest things something that, like i'm deeply ashamed about and i felt awful about it it happened to me when i first started playing was it the art. slave thing no no not at all that's that's hilarious oh, that's a good that's, bit yeah, that's a good right. um, no uh you know that happened to elite dangerous right i it sounds like it's something that could happen they loaded up a bunch of dudes with like on a fleet carrier and just shipped them out to a system that like didn't have a jump range basically mm -hmm. so it was mm -hmm. a bunch of beginner ships and the fleet carrier was just loaded with all of the basic materials you needed to mine rocks <laughs> literally they did this same thing you did but in space 
and they were like, if you make enough money, we'll take you back. And they uh -huh. never did. Yeah. Like they, they got banned by the devs and there was a player led effort to jump other fleet carriers into the system to first, like rescue. These first people. off, they shouldn't get banned for that because the devs allowed that to happen. They right? weren't yeah. going to initially. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't until I think fucking PC gamer and oh. gadget, a whole bunch of these stupid magazines wrote an article about it because the devs of elite dangerous were like, this is the first time emergent gameplay has arisen in our game in the last year. And honestly, it's also kind of funny. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> I think, okay, but no, what I feel about Battery. Yeah, what were you saying? Was, and this was when I was playing, actually, not Ark, when I was playing Rust, right? I go and, like, I see a base. It's a, like, it's a four by four. And I get there and, like, there's three people inside, but they're, like, asleep. So they're, they're logged out, right? Yep. And so I, I fucking go and I like go back to my base and I bring a rocket launcher and I blow the fucking door off the hinges, right? Didn't hurt yeah. them, didn't hurt anyone. Go in there and I just start looting, right? I figured, oh, these people are going to be logged off. And all of a sudden, the guy, like one of the guys, like wakes up and he logs back in. So I turn around and I brain him and then I hear him coming back and it's a little, it's a little ass kid. And he's just like, I was working so hard. No, please, just just let me have my gear. Let me have my bed, Bob. Don't break up my bed. And I instantly broke his bed, right? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then watched and, f like, went and looked, like, went and, like, tried to find the direction, stood outside and looked at the direction that he came from, and I saw the direction that he came from. It wasn't too far away, and I broke that bed, too. And then I, and then I killed all his partners and broke all their beds. And I didn't think anything of it. I didn't give a fuck about it. And then a few, like, a few days later, I logged back in and, like, I, instead of being griefed, they left me a note that was, like, you're really mean. And that shit, dude, that shit broke me, man. I, like, Damn, I never dude. went back to Rust after that. <laughs> right? I was, that's, like, fuck. That's what killed it for you? Yeah, shit. literally. I'm, like, this is, like, human cruelty on a level I didn't think I had in me. Like, that's, I don't know. Like, somewhere out there right now, I'm, honestly, if you're listening by some fucking miracle, I'm sorry, big dog. Like, please, I, I don't know how to fucking, I'll give you money. I'll give you actual money for this because I felt awful. Like, I did. Nah, see, now now you're going to get people saying, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no, I need yeah, proof, no. motherfucker. I need you to tell me what your username was because I remember it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was fucked up. And, like, I felt, I felt awful about it. I literally did. It's one of those things where, like, <laughs> me, yeah, me doing that to that kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then the note, the note, it was heartbreaking. That note of you're really mean. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> See, I never got any notes like that. I would just like find a house with people in it. Mm -hmm. And I knew they probably didn't have much, but if it's made of thatch. And if mm -hmm. I've got five minutes and a hammer, I can you know, take that shit out. Absolutely. Um, I don't need them waking up while I'm, you know, breaking in and you looting their me. shit. So they die and their beds die instantly. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel no remorse for any of that. I saw no consequences and, uh, I logged off of the game scot-free. Um, basically, basically feeling like I had won because I never got actually defeated. Um, That's... and I just got bored with the game. This fucking dark triad IV over here. <laughs> Jesus it was Christ. fun. This is that's why. the kind of listen. That's that was the the purpose of the game. That's what the devs put in there. So that's what was going on. Like I'm sorry if your 13 year old ass or whatever was playing the game and you're like, oh my boat or whatever.
whatever, and you because you bought the game on a seven dollar Steam sale. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> Nobody told you what this game was, and it's that's not my fault, big dog. <laughs> nah, I just you don't understand that. It was the note. It was the it was the fact that they could have killed me, and then they didn't. They left a note instead. Yeah, see, that's different. That is, I get that. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Dang, you know what I'm saying? They could have killed me. They could have griefed me. They could have fucking locked me in my thing. And they didn't. They literally left a note on my doorstep, right? <laughs> like that was you're really mean, and that's fucked up, man. <laughs> that's how do you fight that? You can't. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I'm. I have to fight the demon in myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> dark, dark shit. <laughs> yeah, never, never again. That's why I don't. That's why I don't play like PvP anymore, like at all. Actually, I think. I mostly play, right now I'm playing uh, Far Cry 5, the one where you're in a, in Montana. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just love, sh- like, hitting dudes with shovels. I, I'm beating the entire <laughs> game with shovels. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, shovel build. Well, because you can, you can throw a shovel like a spear, and it's an instant kill. Amazing. So, like, and it's silent. It's an instant kill? It's an instant Beautiful. kill. And it's a silent instant kill. Right? And so, like... <laughs> Yeah, so like I've literally I've beaten like more than half the game. I've only been playing for like four days, but I've beaten more than half the game, including all the side missions, completely silently. By Marco's like, the shovel assassin. Yeah, literally, yes. Literally, I jump, I jump out of a plane. I jump out of a plane, find the highest. I like wingsuit to the highest point, go there, scout where everyone is, figure out like their walking patterns, and just fucking throw shovels at him. Like, you know, and you can carry up to nine shovels. So like, there's never more. <laughs> At worst comes to worst, I gotta pull a shovel out of a guy's face and throw it at another one. You know what I'm saying? Like it's insane how <laughs> how this game is set up. That this t- is the like m- the spiritual successor to the Dicks Out band that I feel. Yeah, the Dicks Out Assassin. <laughs> when I used to play. Yeah, the uh, Dicks Out Assassin. <laughs> I played Cyberpunk, and my whole build was not wearing pants. That was the <laughs> just nice. ultra quiet pants, no pants, dicks, com- dick completely out. And my, like, <laughs> I, I think the reason for it was because the, to it's me, the, fun, yeah, the funniest idea is like, imagine like, imagine you catch an assassin in the middle of a fucking like, you know, like imagine you're like a real, like a security guard or something. It's like your fifth week on the job. You're just doing your job and you catch like, you hear like a noise and then you catch a dude with his dick and balls completely out but he's like wearing ninja sat he's wearing ninja gear so he's got like a nice he's got like a a ninja jacket you know what i'm saying on like he's got the a visor with all the data shit he's got a big sword and you're like what the fuck (laughs) in that what the fuck moment that guy has already fucking stabbed you yeah (laughs) done that's that's the build that was the and for all we know like the dick being out that could make you more aerodynamic when you fight legitimately yeah there needs to be some research there (laughs) we need we need we need top scientists on this actually (laughs) yeah can we get like some mma experts on whether or not having your dick out makes you more aerodynamic (laughs) i think it does i love uh i loved in the game like it gave you two options it was penis one and penis two and one of them, like penis one was penis one was cut. Penis one was cut, and, and penis, penis two, two was uncut. uncut. And I used to be like, "So are you penis one or penis two? <laughs> being on grinder, being like, "So you got penis one or penis two? What do you got?" <laughs> oh my god! On Tinder, like proud owner of a penis two. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
that was a big joke. If I remember correctly, that was a big joke among trans girls too. Uh, for I think pretty much this. Yeah, pretty much the same reason. <laughs> you got penis one or penis two? Yeah, Extra exactly. Small, penis one. <laughs> oh my God, Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, that's that's my fucking. This whole entire episode has just been us talking about gaming stuff. Yeah. I hate gaming episodes, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're a philosophy podcast. We're about philosophy and stuff. We're about deep things, you know? We're deep well, thinkers. What is, yeah. What is the philosophy of the shovel assassin? Uh, Unga bunga funny. to the brain, right? Like, you get. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you, throw, if you throw a shovel hard enough, you can pretty much solve all your problems. <laughs> I mean, I mean the, unga, the shovel assassin is Unga bunga, and by sticking a shovel in somebody else's brain, he makes them Unga bunga. So, yeah, literally, like, yeah. Yeah, it's a self replicating ideology. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Once it's 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 a uh, it's info hazard, you know. Like once it, once a brain once a shovel enters your brain at ninety miles an hour, it's kind of an info hazard, you know. Yeah, I mean, conservatives <laughs> it's kind are of a cognito about, hazard yeah. when you think about it. Conservatives yeah. are talking about the woke mind virus, but we really got to watch out for the shovel mind virus. Yeah, the ninety mile an hour. Sh- if yeah. I, yeah. if the if I ever die, the CAA got me with a ninety mile an hour shovel gun. Right? <laughs> like the old they hit me with a ninety mile an hour fucking in the dome. That's actually. That was a joke of mine I had recently where I was like, yo, if you ever guys find me dead, uh, the CAA got me with the old eat like shit for 20 years gun. <laughs> <laughs> they hit me with that. I mean, everybody thinks it's a heart attack gun, but it really is yeah. just an eat like shit for 20 years gun. Yeah. Eat like shit, never exercise for 20 years gun. That's what they got me with. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The CAA got me with a, the CAA got me with a me sowing. Haha, <laughs> yes, me reaping. What the fuck gun? <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, no, it's fucked up. I'm trying to think of. I I wonder if Walgreens is literally after me now after the shit that went down. <laughs> Probably not. Honestly, this shit happens all the time yeah, through social media comp- like gigs. Like, I'm just. I dying think they're like, probably fine. I know that. So I know because I used to work in social media. I know the background of how it looks on their feed. Right, because like yeah. what happens is like if you don't mute it, if you don't mute that, what ends up happening is like. It'll just be your entire feed. So I guarantee you when they answered it, because by the time they answered it, it was already at like 20,000 or 30,000. They woke the whoever was working the social media like feed that day, like probably logged into Sprout and was like, I wonder what's going on on Twitter. And just, lo- oh, my God. Right. Like, what the fuck <laughs> happened? Like, we got Walgreens fucking viral. Yeah. Holy this shit. This can only be good. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And, like, yeah. and then having to read the homie manifesto. In a DM is probably one of the most psychotic things. I think. <laughs> Isn't it really short too? I imagine they probably read it's, the whole thing. Just yeah, it's, it's, it's that literally short. it's a, it's like three or four pages long. It's not that long. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not. It's not much. It's just a. It's a. It's a manifesto about how you should be friends with people, and that's it. <laughs> I hate that. That makes me radical. I hate that I'm. I'm like a radical. <laughs> it's insane it's that I. That, yeah, it's it's insanely fucked up that I'm radically on the left i'm like to the left of stalin because i think having friends is cool right (laughs) i mean you know in the famous words of the old bolsheviks it's nice to be nice real real leftist theory yeah yeah (laughs) it's it's actually kind of cool to be cool right (laughs) yeah yeah, no i have fucking no idea you know more than like walgreens coming after you what you really gotta watch out for now is like rite aid trying to pick you up as like a foot soldier in the in the corporate war (laughs) Let me say, like, let me say right now, Walgreens, Rite Aid, CVS, all of them, 
every single back room I've ever been to of them literally look like atrocious. It, it looks like it looks like a fucking it looks like Auschwitz. Like I'm not like it's awful. Like it's fucking the uh, the air of oppression in there is horrific. And then like just the anachronism of like seeing shit from, that was already fucking outdated in the 80s still being used in 2023 is like it's scary to see. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a horror there. There's like I don't know how to place it. People are like, oh, the back rooms, liminal spaces. You have no fucking idea what you're talking about. You don't understand the true existential horror of like the back room at a Walgreens or a CVS, right? You've never seen. And it's wild to me because like even the front parts of Walgreens and CVS and all this, they're fucked up. You can tell like by walking in, they're already depressing places. But to understand the horror that is literally just, you know, a sheet of drywall away from you is fucking insane. Like, and these are like the companies keeping people like alive, basically. You know what's, right. No, what's even more insane is that I live in like a million dollar area where like that those stores easily day after day rake in millions of dollars from the surrounding communities because the communities themselves are worth millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this is I live in one of the most technically like technical technologically advanced and fucking like just completely. Uh, filled with like mi- literal mi- like tech millionaire money and engineering money all around me and these places are barely holding on by a thread it one on one hand it's one of the most horrifying things that i'm seeing like constantly on the other hand it's also it gives me so much hope seeing how many people could are just easily radicalized by like a photo of the back room of a break room <laughs> I'm saying, like, I, I mean, if this is all that it takes, I mean, shit, let everybody storm your local Walgreens or CVS and yeah. get into those back rooms right now. Yeah. Show us the back rooms. Show us the back rooms. Like I said, like I said, I just think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, what, like, literally, what, like, seeing the working conditions, you know what's fucked up? That's not even the worst one I've ever seen. That was just, like, it was just there on my way home. I, I think that wasn't the worst one I had seen that day. That day I was at a different store. I'm not going to say the name of the store, but I was at a different store and they had a sewage pipeline break because of all the fucking rain out here. And oh, like yeah. Storm. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. And just doo-doo started was like nasty. shooting up from the fucking sewer and hitting all of like the items that I stocked and shit. And I was like, yo, I, I call my manager. I was like, yo, there's literal human feces raining from the fucking ceiling of this place. Uh, I don't want to touch any of this. And he's like, yeah, dude, don't worry about it. Go home. So I went and talked to the manager, and I was like, yo, so I'm not going to touch any of this stuff. And he was just like, no, that's your job. You do that. And I was like, no, it's not. You could, you can call my manager. And I left. <laughs> right? <And so> then, <laughs> my man pulled the fucking, the fucking union bit of not my job, pal. <laughs> yeah, not my job, pal. Yeah, so I left. And then I came back an hour later to finish off. Like, I have to, like, do a checkout where I have to, like, finish off writing the order and stuff. So I went to go do a checkout. And fucking I get there and he all of the shit that was literally covered in shit, all of the stuff that I was like supposed to be merching that was covered in doo doo. He they were wiping it down with like just napkins and putting it out on the floor. And I was just like, I'm sorry (laughs) if see every place I've ever worked has always been like a thread away from unionizing. If something like that happens, one of us is going to the library with like a buck 50 and change and printing union cards and we're all signing. (laughs) I, yo, everywhere I go, everywhere I go, everyone's like, Oh, how's your job? How do they treat you? And I look at him and I'm like, I'm in a union. 
right? <laughs> like that's that's how because you know I'm only talking with grocery workers and people are like oh they pay you well enough and I look at them and I'm like I'm in a union I'm protected motherfucker like <laughs> get on get your bitch ass on on level do it I'll start it for you let's do this I'm already here they don't understand that I'm here I'm I'm in I'm ready to rabble rouse I'll fight your boss right now I'll fight him I'll spank him I'll pull his pants down I'll spank him. <laughs> Watch out! He'll get sent to the fucking ark, like yeah. fucking holding cell. Yeah, I'll. Inspiring. I will send him to the Cuck Island. All right. <laughs> I will send him to the boar. I will send him to the boar. The, the boar pit. Yeah, to the boar pit. To the Cuck pits. Do not fuck with me, dude. <laughs> no, I'm serious though. Like, yeah, if if you're listening to this and your workplace is not unionized and you have an opportunity to. Please do it. Also, have a fucking backup plan in case you get fired for that shit. Yeah. Because that's what you should do. That's a smart reason. Don't go into the shit blindly and being like, I'm going to unionize my Starbucks. No, you're not. Not right now. Right? Not instantly. It's going to take some time, and you should have yeah, a Yeah, it takes plan. time. It takes building connections. Mm-hmm. A big part of getting people on board with unionizing is... Homies. Being friends with them. You have to be nice to your coworkers, and your coworkers have to like you. If you're like some asshole that treats your coworkers and everyone like shit, nobody's gonna fucking listen to you when you say unionize. Yeah. In, in other words, please don't be a terminally online leftist. You, you, you won't. <laughs> yeah. You won't make it. Yeah. I mean, serious. if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not. But you know, <laughs> in case you are, with this new in case fla- you are with, with it- this newfound Walgreens fame, Walgreens, if you're listening, we're coming for you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> John Walgreens, I I will see you. I know where you live, John Walgreens. <laughs> we should get the podcast link under your viral since it's still going, honestly. I don't want to do that we- only because I feel like it'll kill the momentum. I'll do it when it's dead. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but that's because uh-huh. I, I don't want to because like you, you fuck with the algorithm, you make it lower on the priority list when you add Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So that's I why think I, of that. Yes, that's why I don't want to. That's do why it. posting like a picture of your dog. That's like, you know, yeah, that's the move. I also yeah. I'm not saying the word follow, but saying I also post this or something like that. I like I like uh, my favorite thing to do is posting photos of myself shirtless like flexing my big giant shoulders and being like i'm not gay and then getting tons of bear followers because i mean it's a lie because i am i will suck you off but like you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah the, the dudes will look at him and be like maybe i can turn him like no it's too late man <laughs> i've already turned but bro like it's, and that's that's the move i was that's, i was lying for clout yeah, i was lying for clout <laughs> i don't know if you guys know this but you can lie on the internet right <laughs> but uh no i just think that uh yeah man the world's crazy man everything's fucked up i I want more people to be radicalized i i I like that there's less normal people and then like i like that that's why i don't like watching the good place because it makes me feel like a normal person i'm like wow i Kristen Bell is very charming. That's an insane thing to for for me to say. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for a person like myself to say that. You Bring know. it all the way back around after like an hour. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> it's an, no, it's an insane thing for me to say that because like honestly, I'm the kind of person like Kristen Bell is the perfect example of the Yakubian devil. You know what I'm saying? That makes more <laughs> sense for me. To say. I, I, I see, I see it in the eyes. I yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's a much easy. That's a much more normal thing for me to say versus like, no, I think she was really charming in the Good Place. I actually like her, and I think her chemistry with Ted Danson is just a beautiful thing. That's an insane thing for me to say. Fucking psychotic. Like Ivy right now is like, who the fuck is this man? Right? Like, 
<laughs> yeah, I've, I've listened no, I'm to fine. this episode. I'm, I'm, I, like I told you, man, I'm playing a video game. I'm listening. I'm vibing. <laughs> we have guests on, so I'm trying not to monopolize the 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 conversation too much. That's me, right? Because I have that, that right problem. <laughs> I have that problem doing it right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, every we, we don't every shit. guest we don't episode we had. Yeah, no, no. We're, fuck, we, I'm getting we come God from a it. podcast with fucking five people on it at the same time. Okay, like <laughs> we're, we're we're used to just like sitting around at times. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, for every episode of the Good Place you watch, you just have to like have like the injection of two schizo threads right to the brain from Twitter, right? And so that'll that'll solve it. My new favorite thing is actually so uh, a lot of people have been reaching out to me because of the Walgreens tweet. A lot of like, I don't, this is very funny to me. And it's because people don't have this. It's because I have that dark unga bunga mindset yeah. of like, I'm, I'm a big dumb guy. Cause I am, I'm a big fucking stupid idiot. But on the flip side, I'm also like somewhat intelligent and I can put together words and stuff. And so I can say all the, like, I can be like guide to board society of the spectacle is easily, you know, like <laughs> the, right. the contemplation of the image itself is the thing in and of itself. And people are like, Oh my God, this guy's smart. And so they'll send me like links to be like, if you like this, you'd like this too. So I like to do this trick where like, like where I trick philosophy, like professors, like we've had like a dude, shout out to Fred. He's an actual like architect professor and he like teaches, you know what I'm saying? Like he's a fucking professor and he's on the podcast being like, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's cool to have friends. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I thought it over, yeah. and I think having friends is pretty cool. You know, like, that's, that's, I like making smart people dumb, but I like making dumb people sound smart. I like, I'm, I'm a dark trickster in that way, you know? <laughs> we're, we're all reaching that golden medium, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, 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 brain power is, is, is hitting the equilibrium on the show. Yeah. That's, that's the most important work that we can do, right? Yeah. I, well, I have the, I have like a, a stupid high emotional intelligence, but a fucking like a stupid low actual intelligence. But once you have it, once you have it high enough, your charisma can literally just fucking can fill in the blanks. So you can just say things and people are like, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, no. He wouldn't say that. He's a nice guy. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like running around with like luck 10 in New Vegas and like literally. it's it plus to all stats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it just works. You yeah. know, here we are. Yeah, <laughs> I'm it just a works man. Yeah, I'm a ten strength, ten uh, charisma build. That <laughs> it's worked out for me, right? Like, <laughs> no, I think. Uh, yeah, I I get what you're saying because uh, you know I I have listened to quite a couple episodes of this podcast and it's like half the time. It does sound like the absolute ravings of a madman, but I remember, like, specifically uh, just a couple of episodes ago, you did that poem about... Uh... Oh, about my hands being hard? Yes! <laughs> I I related to that so much because I all I work at a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> There's no. been so many times I've just looked out at my hands and, like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> my I, hand... And I listened to that at work, and mm -hmm. I was like... Wow, I I feel that. That's that uh, like whoa. That's actually very eloquent. <laughs> and there's like it's about how much I, I work with my hands. Yeah, Fuck, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> this guy don't miss, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I. My listen, what I I like this is like a crazy person thing to tell other people. Because um, I remember telling this to my therapist once, and she was like, "That is the least healthiest thing I've ever heard in my life." 
But I remember <laughs> back when I was seeing a therapist, I told her, I said, like, she goes, like, how do you, like, what is your motivation to, like, you know, do anything if you're, like, so miserable about stuff? And I said, it's because every day I'm pretending to be the best version of myself. I'll eventually, like, fucking start picking up on the patterns, you know? And after a certain while, I'll stop, like, pretending to do it because I'll get so good. It just becomes second nature and I'll be that person. Right. And like, that's my, that is, I'm always trying to imagine the type of person. And this is like where it becomes unhealthy. I'm always trying to imagine the kind of person that I am to someone else. Right. I'm always trying to imagine the kind of person I'm always trying to imagine how everyone else is perceiving me. And then I'm doing my best to be that person. Right. And that's, Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was going to be like, what you're describing sounds like basic empathy, but no, (laughs) yeah, it's different. It's trickery. But reversed, right? I'm tricking you by tricking myself into thinking that I'm the you you want me to see. I'm a dude playing a dude who thinks he's another dude. Sky, right? yeah. Another dude. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Literally, it's just like it's crazy mental gymnastics to like. It's extremely exhausting, and but it's at the same time like it's very rewarding because I end up finding like I find lots of beauty in things that I don't think other other people get a chance to glimpse in because they're never. They're never looking at themselves from someone else's perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. No, I, no, I'm, 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 I'm picking it up. I'm picking it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a crazy person when I'm trying to talk about shit. Like, <laughs> like, no, no, you gotta yeah, be the best you that other people think you are. Like, what? Right? <laughs> yeah, um, psycho. Uh, trying to think. No, I get it. Yeah. Uh, what was? What else? What other problematic shit has been going on? I was I was at a diner this morning and there was this like family that was maybe like not directly next to me but like maybe like a table over mm-hmm. and I picked up in like the middle of the conversation and they were just talking about how they think Abraham Lincoln's really fucking ugly and <laughs> it was just like Banger. it was just a, it real was a, shit it was just real shit what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> is going on they're not they're not I, I, I even posted about it. I said, like, they're not going to fucking make it. But I don't want to <laughs> rip on them too hard because they go to the local diner, and anybody who goes to the local diner, like, I fucking love my diner. Um, mm-hmm. Anybody who goes to that diner is a friend of mine, right? It, nice. It's a certain kind of people who, like, goes to the local Greasy Spoon Diner for breakfast every mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a good vibe. Out here in, in California, in the Bay Area, those guys, that's a bad vibe. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, because like to the local greasy spoon is forty five dollars a plate. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's uh, fucked. Dude. That's fucked. Yeah. That's a really bad vibe. Yeah, yeah. So like these people are doing it every weekend. The people who are doing it every weekend deserve to be fucking. Um, they're going like, in the. They're going to the cuck pit. Yeah, they're going to the Walgreens. They're gonna go sit. They're gonna. They're gonna be in the waiting room at the Walgreens fucking break room. And wait their turn for the cockpit, right? Like that's yeah. <laughs> right? Imagine, imagine that's probably the worst part about it is that you have imagine like having to wait your turn for torture. I think that's the worst. <laughs> like if I had to go to hell, my hell would be me waiting in line to get my my dick ripped off. You know what I'm saying? Like right. not <laughs> that, that would number. be more hellish than actually getting it ripped off. You know. Uh, 
you know, I, I I'm getting a vision for um for what should be the next addition to the cuck pits. Is there a way to oh, get God. like a queue system for the cuck pits going? Um, Just like make a bunch of individual tits. Yeah. 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 <laughs> On your way to the cuck pit. <laughs> You're number four thousand six hundred forty-one to the cuck pit. You, you have to. Yeah, yeah, you, you have to take a number when you when you yeah. arrive there, yeah. and uh, we'll have a little waiting room and everything based off of the Walgreens waiting room. Do you guys know about uh, Train Facts? The the guy he's a player on Rust. No, that's I all. Don't. He's a, so no. he's a Rust player, and every every server he plays in, he builds like a two by two, right? And like it's a two by two vending machine, and like where you go and you give him a dollar or something, and he, you give him a dollar or you give him like a fucking ammo or whatever, he gives you a train fact, and that oh. his name is Train Facts, and that's what he does. <laughs> There was some cool. there was some early shit that happened like that in Elite Dangerous, mm-hmm. uh, where it was called I think um I think it was called fucking like Trivia Pirate or mm-hmm. something. Uh-huh. Um because he would interdict you, he would pull you out of super cruise and put you into real space so you would like only be able to go like three miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Um and he would send you a trivia question. And if you didn't answer it correctly, he killed you. <laughs> Yes. And if you answered it correctly, you got a prize of like five gold. Hell yeah. Or something. Yes. <laughs> this went on for like a year, I think. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah no, Train Facts rocks. But I mean, like, to relate it to like the what, what was tight about Train Facts is that like in a system where you are built, like the literal, the game of Rust is built on mistrust and killing people like just with rocks and shit and like you know never gearing up don't care about you can't play rust and care about material like your material like if you have a bunch of shit i remember i forgot who it was but this guy he like made a youtube career of him griefing people and his um all he would do was just despawn people's loot like that's all he did he would break (laughs) he would like he just had nothing but grenades and then bombs and shit on him and he didn't have a base he didn't have anywhere to go but he just had all these like chests hidden in random spots full of like bombs and he would go and just fucking blow off your doors go into your base despawn your loot and that's all he did and anytime anyone would catch him or he'd be like trying to like protect themselves his 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 like he used to have this little song he'd sing him and it was like huta 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 you care about the luta and that's all he would do, <laughs> right <laughs> like do you understand how fucking cool that is but also like that's that's the game is fucked up and dark and messed up. You know, it's a messed up impulse. Mm. And even in that, there's like a really beautiful idea of a guy who's his whole thing is like, yeah, this game is meant to kill people and I could be killing people, but I'm just going to tell people train facts for a dollar. And that's all he did. That's literally all he did. And he never, he like, he has zero kills, right? <laughs> he has no, he's, he's been killed like multiple times, but every time he comes back, builds a little two by two shack, gathers all the equipment, builds it. Train facts. What's up? Who wants a train fact? Yeah, that's that's like a in a that's like how you know homieism is persistent. Like being homies, just doing the shit that you want to do, the shit that you feel is fun and cool, is like will persist throughout the entire known universe. Because like more and more people should have that opportunity to be like, you know, everything's fucked up and everyone's killing each other with rocks. I'm gonna do train facts. Do you know know what I'm like? More there needs to be more people like that, and that's what the homie project is. Is finding more train facts, people. Stopping, mm-hmm. 
because you know that's why I don't want to, that's why I don't want more normies because normies are hitting each other with rocks and despawning each other's loot and uh, <laughs> <laughs> right I don't want to do that I, I, I want more crazy people I want more <coughs> train facts out there. Yeah. I'll, I'll make an exception for the normies who will sing the hoota hoota hoota. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is it is extremely funny that they dude you, <laughs> you would hear like entire clans trying to like entire clans would snipe this guy and like kill him and try and like but he was like a little cockroach he would just come back and he's only one guy yeah. he's only one guy he doesn't have a crew he doesn't and he would take down entire clans by himself because he just had bombs on him non-stop he would just go <laughs> run throw like 13 grenades and then fucking you know go back to his little hidey hole they'd be repairing damage and then he'd go do it yep. again and you know what i'm saying like you know what I'm saying? yeah he's got he's got he's got it yeah, he's got a full playstyle down, right? <laughs> yeah, I like I like those kind of gamers. That he's kind of the Ted Kaczynski of gaming, if you think about it. <laughs> but actually, yeah. yeah, literally. Mega clans and uh, the mega clans uh, have have had a disastrous effect on, on the human race. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna go to Anarchist Library and I'm gonna upload a a, a new uh, article on there that just is the loot song. Yeah, that guy, and that's all it is. <laughs> but I'll put it under Ted Kaczynski's name. Yeah, Huta, Huta, Huta. You care about the Luta? I can't, I can't remember his fucking name, but that's all he did was he would just grief the fuck out of people, and that's yeah. He was my favorite. Oh, I can't remember him. He was on YouTube. He was a YouTuber, and he made his entire career doing that. And <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to think. Uh, all right. Well, I want to see where we are right now before I... We're like at 117-ish. Okay. How do you feel? How's everyone feeling? Uh, I'm yeah, feeling... I'm, I'm feeling good. Like I exist. Uh, hell yeah. You know? I, feeling I, the the pain of existence. I had a... And the joy of existence. I had a fucked up... Uh, well, it's my Friday, but it's... I got a couple interviews coming. Oh, hell yeah. Spicy. Nice. Nice. You're gonna be finally. Um, you're gonna work for Northrop Grumman. <laughs> I wish, dude. Honestly, at this point, I'll take the fucking bag. Yeah, I just want to not get kicked out of my house. Like, that. I'll work for him for a few months or whatever, yeah. and like be like, oh yeah, you want me to make some <laughs> some stupid spreadsheet or whatever? I'm gonna fill it with bullshit. I'm gonna get kicked out of two months, like out of there, like within two months, because I'm bad at my job and like on purpose, uh, and like intentionally sabotaging shit while catching a paycheck. <laughs> And then uh, I'm going to bail out of there, just work a normal cashier job at some place on Main Street and have respect for myself. I mean, I'll still have respect for myself while I'm sabotaging a, a, a major company for two months until I get fired. But the yeah, game you can feel good about. Yeah. No, the, the, for me, the game that I played, like working, like <clears throat> when I was working at Uber, I never thought about it. I never thought about this until recently. Right. Until recently, what my job title was, which was like I was a events coordinator, um, which sounds pretty innocuous on paper. I was a sexual assault cover upper was my that was literally what I did. Right. Like that's more or less like any kind of complaints about awful shit. I would just like we're going to throw a party. And that's that's how they handled no, it. That's, that's yeah. That's and that was fucked. my job was like, oh, man, this is fucked up shit. Like we just heard the engineering crew had to let go of a guy for doing something absolutely horrible to someone else in a bathroom we should throw a party and that was they would call me and then i would go and throw them a party and that was my job like that's what i did 
right? And, and this guy showed another guy his penis. He kind of just went in there and flipped it inside <laughs> out and showed him the <laughs> the yeah. abyss within his own body. I yeah, literally. For a pizza party. So we're yeah. thinking, yeah, we're thinking pizza, maybe yeah. ice cream. Yeah, literally, literally, that's literally how my job was. Um, someone would like open up their butthole and show a Cronenberg type monster, you know, to someone else. And Hell yeah. Then I'd be like, oh, Dude, I saw this ice cream. amazing, <laughs> I saw this amazing, al- yeah. uh, amazing album somebody had posted uh, on fucking like Imgur and like half, I think not even half of it, like I think a tenth of it got posted on Twitter mm-hmm. um, in a thread and it was like this, somebody had AI generated a David Cronenberg film, like a bunch of stills from a David Cronenberg film called, I think, like Galaxy of Horror or something I saw like Galaxy that. Galaxy of Flesh. I saw that. Galaxy of Flesh. That's yeah. what it was. That shit was cool as fuck. I saw. Uh, I, I'm so mad. That's like not an actual movie. I saw someone. It do looks sick. Batman, like Wes Anderson, Batman. Right, and I'm very upset that no one has thought to do Wes Anderson Friday yet, because that's what I want to see. Oh my I, god! I would pay money to see Friday. Re- like, listen, listen. Give me Miramax, fucking New Line Cinema, whoever the fuck owns the rights to that. Call me, all right? Because I will rewrite the script. But here's the thing: I won't. It'll be the exact same script, same usage of the N word and everything. But Wes Anderson, all white cast. <laughs> All white cast, it takes place in Rancho Cucamonga, mm. right? That's only, that's the only, it takes place in Palo Alto, California. That's, <laughs> that's what I want, right? Give, let, let me do this, right? Let me do this. I want to, I, I know it's going to be the most problematic film ever, but I don't care, right? Like, I need to see, ah, uh, who's a, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill as Craig <laughs> saying the N-word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You have a pop off tweet regarding New Line Cinema. This is going to be the, the one demand. That you yeah, yeah. To them. <laughs> yeah, I like how now my my move now as a podcaster is fucking holding brands hostage, right? Because it was Gugon for a little bit, right? Yeah, Gugon got held hostage for a hot minute. That yeah, was funny. I did. I held. I literally we held him hostage. We should do that again. <laughs> right? I was just we like, we should do that again. Yeah. It's hard to come up with Gugon memes when, like, it, it, the meme format gets old eventually, right? Like, and that's what yeah. happened. It just gets old. Like, you can only yeah. compare so many things to goo. Um, Didn't you get some kind of, like, package or they something They did. They sent me a package of goo. They sent you goo. a fucking, yeah, <laughs> bunch of Gugon. Nope, they just sent me a big bag of goo. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, remove this bitch. No, no, they sent me a bunch of Gugon. No, they sent me a bunch of Gugon. And honestly, they're very nice. They're very nice people yeah. about it. And I like them. Walgreens, on the other hand, you got to read my manifesto, you bitch. <laughs> you think this is going to end? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see more back rooms? I was thinking all these bits. I've actually had so many bits recently about uh, I had Willy Wonka bit that didn't really pop off. But to me, it was funny. And it was like Willy Wonka hearing about sex crimes happening in his factory. And he was like reading the lines, and he's like, "Are you telling me a scrum diddle dissumptuous?" And that was, <laughs> right? and that, that was that was a good one. And then um, another one was a uh, was a guy named the Diddler, right? And he was like, "I'm the Diddler. Diddle me this, Batman. If she's thirteen <laughs> and I'm seventeen, where is the crime?" Right? 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. It's just Matt Walsh. Yeah, there was. <laughs> I think the worst one of those. Jesus I think Christ. the worst one of those was the, uh, we can't say it live on the pod. <laughs> uh, was it the Joker or is it? Is it the Joker? Yeah, no, it, it, no, it's still the Riddler. Because uh, um, he's oh, yeah. uh, like, uh, riddle me this, Batman. Yeah, why can't I say, why it? Can't I say yeah. it? Why can't I say my own name, Batman? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember it now. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. Riddle me this, Batman. Why am I not allowed to say my own name, Batman? <laughs> Riddler, j- yeah. shut the fuck yeah. up. That's Don't not it. Yeah. Riddler, you're going to get us canceled, Riddler. <laughs> They're gonna say that we were friends in college, and I can't, I can't afford this Riddler. <laughs> Riddler, I have a Senate hearing tomorrow. Yeah. You can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna post about it, Batman. I'm gonna tell them how you, how I got my name. <laughs> it, was a, it was a college prank. <laughs> it involved sharpie and shoe polish. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I feel bad about it. <laughs> Riddle me My this, Batman. Is... What do yeah. I and Justin Trudeau have in common? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If I was Rachel Dolezal, could I say it, Batman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So fucked up. <laughs> uh, we, had to squeeze, we had to squeeze a little racism in it. <laughs> Just better, 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 yeah, yeah, (laughs) wouldn't be a good pot if we didn't do that. I'm trying to think, uh, what else is there anything else we want to cover before (laughs) before we end it? (laughs) Well, I I mean, like, you guys, if you want to, if you have anything you you want to talk about, your pot, I guess. Um, all I can say is I'm the producer, so I have a vested interest in its success now, so uh, true that. You know, yeah. subscribe to our Patreon, but also subscribe to theirs. Yeah, <laughs> go, go watch Malwis Mensch. Go follow Malwis Mensch. We're on Twitter at at Malwis Mensch. Um, and we uh, we're, we're we're coming back. We took a, a long hiatus between season one and season two, but we are back. Um, we're still allegedly about beer. Um, go watch our episodes. We just kind of sit around and shoot the shit, and then remember we gotta talk about beer. I don't know, Mike. Do you have anything about it? Uh, Mike does cold opens. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Hell yeah! Me, me, I, I did. Liked... A, I like doing cold opens occasionally. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I got a Marcos. They added new like modifications mm-hmm. to the NPR voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that oh. will be that will be something for us in the future. Hell yeah! I'm excited for that. <laughs> Well, it's like if you enjoyed this conversation about uh, gaming, yeah. that's <laughs> something that we, you know, touch on quite a bit. Yeah, that comes up a lot. Yeah. As I am often have a bunch of random thoughts about literally anything that I've played that week. Nice. Nice. But, but we're not a gaming podcast. Please don't no. please don't lump us in with those with with those No. Words. Listen, we We don't. are doing a full series probably of rating all the Pokemon generations, <laughs> but we're not a, those not are bonus podcast. episodes. <laughs> yes. Those are bonus episodes. We are not a gaming podcast. Yeah. Right. We're not a gaming podcast cuz we don't say the gamer word and that's the yes. only reason why we're not a gaming podcast. We do talk <laughs> about gaming quite we, a lot. We though. leave that to the Riddler. Yeah, we leave that to the game alert. <laughs> <laughs> Game will be this, Batman. 
<laughs> Riddler, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Jesus Christ! What does this mean, Riddler? <laughs> Riddler, did, Riddler, did you fall down a K hole again? <laughs> oh man! Jesus. Okay. You got something you want to tell me about your uh, gender, Riddler? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus, like, I've been wearing women's clothing, Batman. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Riddle me this, Batman. If it's for a woman, then why do I look good in it? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, the gender. The genderer. The gender. <laughs> the genderer. The genderer. <laughs> Oh there we God. go. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's our cap on the episode. Hold on. I got I want to read off uh Patreon helpers and subscribers. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. That's cool. what I was yeah. Oh, you were going to read off the subscribers. Yeah, yeah read the off subscribers. the subscribers. I was just going to list the Patreon. No, no. I've been trying to I've been trying to like include them cuz they're the real homies. But the problem is that like my shit doesn't update uh when it should and like I'll just <clears> it'll just be like, "Hey, you have uh you have one patron." I'm like, "No. I feel like we have more than that." But I feel like this was one guy. Yeah, just one guy paying us eighty dollars. <laughs> uh, let me see. Let me find. I hate. I hate that this takes so long. Just let me see it, man. Come on. I know that you only have three RAM and you're fucking struggling right now, but you can do it. You can do. It. I believe in you. Laptop from pre two thousand one. Laptop with all the hope of of a pre nine eleven era. <laughs> Yeah, you've never seen. Okay. Uh, thank you. Shouts out to JJJ, uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, super sick. Love you. Uh, uh, I will get you those pictures of Spider-Man. Uh, Josh G, Daniel, uh, Chris Wade, Spore, Decoy, Alex. Oh, yeah. I forgot uh, Chris Wade's subscribe. That was yep. cool. Jasmine, those are so far only eight. But you know what? I love all of you. You're all my best friends, and I appreciate it. It's the support. highest we've been, I think. Uh, yeah, no, we're we're climbing. We're doing it. That wall, Pretty soon, Walgreens is going to subscribe. Yeah, Walgreens <laughs> is going to subscribe. The John, break room's going to subscribe. Yeah, John Walgreens. Um, and that's how, that's how we know that the boundaries of reality have started to, to kind of shuffle, shuffle off. Shuffle, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, the Walgreens break room is is in my bathroom now. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's my bathroom now. You're gonna that's catch my em- house. You're gonna catch employees like, what are you what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm on my break. All right, dude. All right. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Professor Gooder. I guess I don't actually give a shit. I'm not gonna say that. Um, you can follow I think Nathan uh, at Sheriff of BX. Yes, I believe. Yes. Uh, Mike is don't, uh, don't, don't uh, no me. Twitter. No I Twitter. actively do not want people to follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Mike has a friends only Twitter and he likes it that way. Well, if I start actually giving a shit about my Twitter, I'm going to turn into you fucking. <laughs> yeah, and you should. Look at how cool I am, dude. Yeah. <laughs> look at how Check fucking out that cool purple I am. Hair, dude. Yeah, look at how sick and cool I am. Yeah, you yeah, know. The hair is sick, pretty cool. fucking cool. Sick. Yeah, I'm cool But I feel like that is not directly related to how many people you have on Twitter. No, it is. No, it it's. It's a hundred percent related. That's why I'm. That's why I see. That's why I've gotten so cozy pilled. Is I'm yeah. going like leftist trad. Yeah. See, ah. and I'm I'm going more like right wing uh, uh, idea of what a liberal is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know that's that's kind of my. But idea. both of us are like extreme, like like anarchists. I'm, I'm thinking to myself basically. like, what if Nazis were cool? And that's what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Fine. It's, it's... <laughs> 
You don't. Why? Why? Yeah, you, you said you want didn't want to do you that. that. You don't want that. Yeah, you don't want that, man. We're we're see, we're just we're just rebuffing what you said yeah. as a joke. We're not trying to convince <laughs> you to post your Twitter. Yeah, yeah. like All right, that's fine. rude. Then, then you have to go back and delete. Nah, it. I will. I'll, and we will. I will. Yeah, we will. I will. I will use the bleep machine and I will bleep it out. Um, <laughs> But right, I'm, I'm leaving in the part where you, where I razz you about it because yeah. I think it's funny. <laughs> I am Ainter Show on all platforms. I try to post daily on TikTok and I post I'm shit posting constantly on Twitter. And, you can uh, find our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the homie collective. Um, Mal was a mensch. I think doesn't have an official Patreon like handle yet. Um, they don't have did. an official URL yet. I think. Wow. Um, it's still just linking to the user. That's kind of what I've been using. Okay. I think there's a way I can get a custom one in there. I'm 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 pretty sure it does. Um, I'll I'll figure it out. It will be something later. I'll probably see if I can get it fixed before this episode goes, just so nobody tries to fucking snap it or whatever. Um, you can find the Patreon. Mao is a mensch. Marcos, cut all that mumbling out that I just did like a minute ago, and also maybe, right now. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I will. Unpleasant right, right, right. audio there. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying? Follow the Patreon. Uh, all the free episodes are going to get published there for free. Um, there's an RSS feed there somewhere. I'll try to figure out how to link that in a post. Um, so all the free episodes, you can just you know add it to your podcatcher. Yeah. Um, and you can find everything about it there. Uh, also, like Nathan said, follow the Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Malwasmensch. And the YouTube. Uh, oh yeah, we got YouTube.com/slash Mousemunch, I think. Nice, you got the custom yeah, URL. Yeah. Wonderful. That's that's branding. Hell yeah. That's dead silence. That's bad. That's bad radio. I'm sorry, no, I was tr- I was trying to think of a bit, and my mind just went. Zzz. No bits. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing: no is bits. that you're Stupid thinking. The problem detected. is that you're trying to think about them. I know. Yeah, no, my you be- always my, fire from the hip. My yeah. best stuff is just like on impulse, and as soon as I have well, a so thought, so that's that's what you're doing. You're just riffing. I know. Yeah, the the, the, the second the, I have a fucking thought, it's over. No, you, no thoughts. Head empty. You think that I? You think that I planned out the gendler? Right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, that, that, that evolved after ten minutes of almost saying, saying the N word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you understand? Do you understand how this works? <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. All right. Bye. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye.